Welcome to Artifice episode 11, my interview with artist Sarah Keel. Sarah is the illustrator behind all of the Dark City series board games by Facade Games, with their most recent game, Deadwood, earning over $500,000 in its Kickstarter campaign. Sarah's work has been included in various magazines and books, and she also makes and sells custom portraits through her Etsy shop. In this episode, Sarah and I talk about how our self-perceptions can limit what risks and opportunities we take, and how we can't replicate anyone else's path to success, but have to open our eyes to find our own opportunities. Sarah shares her experience with balancing motherhood and career goals, and together we discuss the importance of setting goals that help you focus while leaving as many doors open as possible. All right, enjoy it. Sometimes art feels like magic, pure, visionary, and sometimes it's brought to you in part by focus groups and algorithms. And the makers of art are no different. We're creatives, sure, but we're also salespeople. We need imagination and imitation. We need deep, meaningful connections, but we also have to network. Yep, even if you're an introvert. And that's my point. Balancing vulnerability with veneer is tricky, and it's a struggle we don't often share. So let's share. I'm Emily Merrill, and this is Artifice. This episode of Artifice is brought to you by Blue Chic. Blue Chic creates WordPress website themes and design templates that have helped tens of thousands of entrepreneurs build a beautiful online presence. For those of us who are professional creatives, it's so important to have a website that looks and feels as artful as the art you make but we all know it's easier said than done. When I found Blue Chic a few years ago, I was blown away by their gorgeous themes and purchased mine without hesitation. I had absolutely no web design experience or skills, but Blue Chic's amazing documentation empowered me to build a site I can really be proud of. Head to www.bluchic.com to see which theme works best for you and use promo code BCARTIFICE for 10% off your purchase today. Um, okay. Well, I'm excited to talk to you today. Um, we were talking a little bit upstairs, so I, th- I don't think we talked about anything we need to like repeat, though, I, th- I think. Uh, yeah. Maybe some, maybe some I mean, little things. And if it does, then who, whatever. No just one will gets know. gets repeated. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only we know. It's our little secret. That's true. I won't tell if you don't tell. <laughs> so um, normally what I like to do is start from kind of the beginning and just talk about like, you know, we were kind of talking upstairs about how a lot of times people maybe kind of just misunderstand like what it is that we do, how we got to where we are. Um, and, and it's my belief that like all children are creative. And I'm curious about kind of what happens in between like being a creative child and being a creative adult. Um, so I'd love for you to tell me and us about just like um, your kind of your earliest like creative sparks. Yeah. However young that is. Oh, let's start with six. Great. (laughs) Um, Because I think all kids just draw. In fact, when I was six, I wasn't thinking, oh, one day I'm going to be an artist. That's all I want to ever be. That didn't happen until much later. But at the age of six, I was already drawing all the time. Um, I actually wanted to be a 
quote unquote dolphin trainer. Me too. <laughs> you really? Yeah. Yes. Um, I, <laughs> that was my I, dream. <laughs> I was like, sure. I was going to be a marine biologist. Yeah. I was like positive. Yeah. That was me. <laughs> You're also not the first person who sat in this chair and also said that. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, so <laughs> it's something I think lots of kids There's, just really, anybody who really wants to be like a dolphin trainer when they're six will probably grow up to be some sort <laughs> of creative be an artist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's something very dreamy about it. Yeah. You know, there's, I, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. So same. So yeah. So for me, I would, you know, I, I was learning about dolphins and one way that would help me feel like I was closer to that goal was drawing dolphins mm. and, and I would try to be really good at drawing them and I would make sure the, the dorsal fin was behind the right. pectoral flippers on the front. And then I like learned at a young age, like how to draw the, the fluke. Yeah. I was really good at the an anatomy back then too. Yeah. Um, the fluke of the tail at the end at an angle, which yeah. was, you know, most kids right. that age they would draw it the they same draw as like a shark. It, you know? yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not drawing my shark dolphins. I've got my, yeah. these are, I know how these to are the mammals. Actual, yeah. <laughs> these are not fish. <laughs> they breathe air guys. <laughs> anyway. I, I, yeah, I can really relate to that. Well, I feel, I, and okay. Yeah. T keep telling us the story and then, yeah. and then maybe <laughs> I have a comment. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I just started drawing dolphins all the time and then, uh, I'd get, kids at my school hovering over my shoulder and my parents and like you know they I asked for a dolphin for Christmas that year and <laughs> you know I in my mind I was like totally we can have a pool Santa can bring a pool in the backyard it'll it'll fit like yeah and it's very um, practical yeah so this this can work and so you know I was pretty bummed still happy when they just got me a fish tank and said, sorry, we can't get you a dolphin, but uh, here's some fish you yeah. can practice. <laughs> it's Aww. a good idea. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, thanks mom. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, yeah, so I kept drawing and drawing and drawing and it wasn't until like fifth grade when, and I started my horse face in mm. fifth grade. So I had horse face too. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like we have some things in common. How, how old are you? I'm, uh, I'm wow. How old am I? How old are you? <laughs> I'm 27. <laughs> okay. I'm turning 28 in March. So okay. like next month. So I'm yeah. like, wait a second. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I totally get that too. <laughs> I do that with my anniversary too. I'm like, we're coming up on nine years and it's like actually eight. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, I but it feel, yeah. Well, it's like you have the number in your mind and then you think, I don't know. You start like owning the number two early. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So anyway, so fifth grade teacher, I had a teacher was like, so what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, at this point, I'd kind of drifted from the dolphin trainer and I was, and I didn't think I was actually going to be a horse trainer or anything like that yeah. or study anything like that. But equine studies, equine studies <laughs> that's the word. <laughs> and so I was just, I don't, I don't know. And she was like, well, you're really good at your artwork, you should, you know, think about that. And I don't know if that was the moment that I was like, yeah, I'm going to be an artist. But like, yeah. I remember in fifth grade having a moment mm -hmm. like that. So ever since fifth grade, I was like, okay, I like drawing. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm yeah. going to be an artist. But even at that age, I still had no idea what that meant. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, then just from then until college, I just was drawing in it didn't really have a goal in mind, just wanted yeah. to get better at drawing. So um, in between, like, you know, when you started drawing dolphins and when you, like, decided what to major in, um, how did your actual drawing change? Like, how did the subjects that you're interested in and maybe the tools you're using, 
Like what, what was going on in there? Oh, it changed a lot. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think in high school, I was all over the place, just drawing anything and just experimenting and yeah. trying different mediums, um, trying to experiment doing stuff abstract, which didn't really vibe with me. I liked being able to know what it was that I was drawing and show people, look how good I can do this. Yeah. Like I can draw a tree and it, like and, and it looks like a photograph yeah like that was my thing so I was doing photorealistic type stuff early college yeah. late high school and then in college um I was I actually at BYU I got into the studio program so it was studio back then I okay. think right now it's just art and design yeah and I maybe it's changed even did we miss then, anything but. about like how you decided like what to study specifically or or maybe like was there and the answer can just be no, but was there, was there like any, did you have any pushback like yes. from family or friends or, um, you know, people? Not from people. I think it was just more of internal pushback. Yeah. Like if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I like, I feel like we, most of us have that. And I like to talk about like, how did you, how did you funnel through and be like, no, like I know what the risks are. And I, I mean, as much as you can know when you're 17, yeah. but, um, yeah. So I, I'd love, to, I'd love to catch that story before we move okay. to college. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I feel like that story is actually in college okay. a little bit. So more so than in high school, cause high school is just pretty, it's just, I just drew, that's all I did. Yeah. And I wasn't really thinking about my future. I was just thinking I'm going to do this. I don't know how it's going to work out, but it's going to work out. Like yeah. I was just riding my wave, the wave of life, confident you about know, it. like yeah. it's, this is just going to happen. And I got a little cocky. Yeah. Well, that happens, especially if you're, you know, you're a big fish in a little pond. I think yeah. sometimes it's easy to kind oh, of yeah. be like, and how will this not work out? Yep. So I, yeah, exactly. I think yeah. that's what I was thinking. Like, how could this, this isn't gonna, like, nothing's gonna happen to make this not happen. And when you were, when you were in high school in that, like, you know, in that kind of a state of like, you're not having any fears or concerns. Um, what did you think you were going to be doing? I literally had no idea. I just, you were like, I there's was a thinking, market for art. I see it all the time. Uh, like, I know it's Yeah. Around. I was just thinking one day I'm going to just do, I'm just going to be painting and drawing and somehow people are going to like it. And yeah. <laughs> like, I can't even emphasize enough to you how yeah. clueless I was, was back just, then. You just were sure. I just hadn't, and I had no idea how I was going to get there or like, beyond that what the goal was the goal at that time was just to get better okay so yeah, so you weren't thinking about a career no not se. at all I was just enjoying yeah. life and I was just enjoying painting and drawing and yeah. thinking that it was just gonna work out and I wasn't worried about it yeah and so I kind of love this you know I I feel like it's it's a spectrum sort of a thing but of all the people that I've talked to there's like there's people that are like you know they're like 10 years old and they're like, I love music, but I know it's not practical. They're like yeah. a small child. <laughs> and then there are people that are like, I didn't think about it. Just, it, I just it, There was it. no other <laughs> option. It was just like, it wasn't even a, a, a discussion in my mind. Yeah. So that's, that's that was I love it. I, but I love it because it's like, we all are like ending up in a similar place, but like. Yeah. Even people who start the game later, like, yeah, yeah they just. Yeah. You just get past that, you know, I mean, maybe I got past the whole practicality without even having to go through it. Yeah. Until later, but 
Yeah. Or I think, yeah, I think you're right. It's like, we all have the same like jump. I mean, I think a similar like jumble of stuff and it just like, you know, the, the timeline in which you like handle that stuff is just, that's the, maybe the part that's kind of different. Yeah. Okay. So you're in school. Um, yeah, go back to where I, where I tried to go back. So (laughs) it was a studio. Yeah. So I was at BYU and I got into the studio program. I actually didn't get accepted to BYU until I put in my Mm. art portfolio and I had done AP art in high school. Mm. And so I, I, for some, I guess I just assumed, which I assumed correctly, I guess, cause I yeah. got in yeah. with my portfolio, even though BYU didn't accept me. And I had, I had, uh, some connections though. I had my great aunt was working at BYU okay. as a, uh, ad- advisor. Okay. And so she got me in touch with the people great. that I needed to, to be able to put in my portfolio and get reconsidered. Yeah. So I got reconsidered and then accepted. With well, my, you were resourceful. You yes. Had, I mean, yes. Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> I had my, which, I was, yeah, which you were, comes in handy you were a lot. Uh, that's totally. <laughs> well, I think we, we were kind of talking about this upstairs, but like people get this idea that if you're doing it, it, it must've been easy and, or it must, or it, it had some kind of a linear. And I think lots of times it's like, you know, that creativity is applying itself to like your, your art, but it's also applying itself just kind of, yeah. You're thinking like, what are, what can I use? What can I, and there's a lot of internal battle too. Like, am I cheating? Yeah. This is, this is almost, I feel like I'm cheating, but I still have that. <laughs> I still think, I think about that. that it's okay. Like, yeah. I mean, there aren't rules on that. No. It's just like, you gotta be resourceful. And, and people of, are out there. They're ready to help you. Like, yeah. you know, why not let them help? you I had a similar experience I was just I was I did this other podcast recently about like um musician specific like finances and I had a similar thing where like I was determined to not pay for grad school mm-hmm. and uh I lit like sincerely went to the scholarship office like every day wow. I worked in the same building so it was like not as dramatic as it maybe sounds, but like I walked upstairs from like my job to the scholarship (laughs) office every day and was like, have you guys thought yet of how, what scholarship is going to not have me pay for grad school? And I, I'm I'm not kidding. Like it took like six months of that. And then someone happened to be at the desk that was like, well, has anybody told her about this thing? And then like, it was the kind of thing where like nobody applied for it. You know, it was like no one knew those about ones. it. And yes. I did, and then I, I learned about those in high school and I, but I just didn't take the time. But well, but you had I me, mean, but you had other things, but the, my yeah. point is just that like, you know, every once in a while I feel like, did I really earn this? And then I just think like, <laughs> yes, I went to the scholarship office yes, you every did. day for six months. That's what earning that looked like, Yeah, you know, but no, I, t- I totally, I totally feel that. And I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So you're, you're at BYU, you're in the studio program. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? So I'm taking classes and things are going good. Um, but I just don't have a goal in mind. I think that's one of the most mm. important things. If you're going to be a creative person or anything, even not creative, like you just need to have goals in life. If you don't have a direction that you want to take, then you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, so I had a vague direction, yeah. but I needed at this point to start clarifying that mm. and, I was not sure what I wanted to do. Um, I think deep down inside, I, I actually 
was very interested in the design side of mm. the like illustration and animation and all that stuff, but I was so intimidated by it. Yeah. I, like I thought those people were like rock stars hmm. and I was like, there's no way I can be like those guys. Yeah. And so I just didn't even try I just tried to stick with where I was good at, which was studio art. Cause that's what my grades in high school told me mm. that I was good at. Yeah. <laughs> Cause the AP art test, I did yeah. a design one and I did a, an art, like yeah. a, a studio yeah. one and I got a higher score on the studio than okay. I did the design one. So I believed that I was better at, studio than I was at design so maybe this is a weird question but was that like a did it feel like a like an identity problem or like did it feel like or I guess maybe I'm wondering like what was it about those people that made you feel like they were not like you for which which those people the the design people (sighs) you said they were like rock stars yeah so that's I'm wondering like I don't know. I just, I think it was just a, I didn't believe I could be a rock star. Yeah. I have (laughs) this, I have kind of like a theory that like sometimes, uh, so again, like, you know, I named the podcast artifice because I, I, I kind of have this belief that like, it's more than just developing your skills. It's like, you have to step into like kind of a new identity in order to develop new skills. Like you have to kind of be like, I can function this way. And I, I kind of relate to what you're saying, but I, that's why I'm, cu- I'm curious about it. Um, and I'm wondering like, what are the things like, was it like how they dress, how they talk, how they act? Like, cause I mean, or was it really it was, more like the skills? Was it like the skills or was it like I, a branding? It might've been both because yeah. I was doing, like I said, I was doing like photorealistic art and they're drawing yeah. cartoons. Yeah. So, so something about it felt like, and it was going to, if I was going to, yeah, yeah. If, if I was going to start drawing cartoons, that was going to, that meant that I was going to be changing everything, you yeah. know, that I had been working towards up to that point yeah. like it would be a change in direction for yeah. me and it felt weird it feels like, kind of like an like an identity like thing. I'm I draw realistic things I don't draw cartoons yeah. but like and like in high school I was in digital art yeah. that was the other huge thing um in high school and I even had like a teacher he was a really good influential teacher he said to me once in high school like you know we want to create art for art's sake and for mm, self-expression. Yeah, like we don't want to, yeah, purist, yeah. right? So he he didn't want to like. He was like, you don't want to sell your soul to mm. the commercial yeah. art world, and so I had that taught to yes, me totally. And yet here I am now. That's my career. So no, sorry, no. teacher, but I well, I get it because I took classical <laughs> voice lessons, and I'd a really quite a similar like oh my gosh but I like jazz like, yeah am I allowed yeah. to <laughs> like, am I allowed to like her too am I cool enough or illustration but yeah for, I had a very like am I cool enough like am I too much of like a rule follower to do that kind of a thing or am I mm-hmm. too like you know um do I do I have enough like style or like do I have <laughs> enough perspective or like I don't know but yeah. I but again like I think the fact that you had that whatever that discomfort and we're kind of like ooh, but i yeah. do it anyway and i, th- I think that's and i don't important. think that i went for that until i met my husband and he was in that pro he, <laughs> he was in there no he actually wasn't oh. but he did that style artwork and okay cool. his whole family was in that world mm. and so when he and i started hanging out um just as friends at the at the time and 
I don't, I just got inspired by what they were doing. Yeah. And I was like, well, they're doing I it. I can do that. I can yeah. do this. Like I finally made a friend with somebody who yeah. did it and it yeah. kind of opened that door for me a little bit. Cool. Um, and so I started just trying it a little bit more and I made the switch to illustration, just the BA at first. Okay. Um, it was, and it was intimidating because I had to kind of start the whole yeah. process again of applying to yeah. something and wow. I really don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I didn't want to make that move until I knew that for sure that that's what I wanted to do. Mm. Um, and it wasn't just my husband too. I actually had some other, like a girl in my, uh, up, not my apartment, but like in your who lived around neighborhood. Me. Yeah, thing. neighborhood. Yeah, neighborhood. She was complex. in my she was in my ward. Um, yeah, so she was an illustration, and she talked to me about it too. And um, yeah, so anyway, I applied and I got in, and it was great. And yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know I started taking all of the life drawing classes mm. and you know, the, uh, illustration classes, painting classes. And I loved all of it. I loved it. I was like, why, why wasn't I in here already? Like, I mean, I loved the studio classes too, but like this just resonated with me a lot more. And Mm. so like, I, I think I just realized that I liked to draw people. Yeah. And And you hadn't done that before. And I hadn't really done Mm. that in studio In studio. I was drawing bottles and boxes, which, Mm. you know, they're great, Mm -hmm. but, and they're definitely good learning tools, but as far as like drawing for fun and, you know, really feeling like, I don't know, getting in that zone, getting that adrenaline rush that you get when you're doing Mm -hmm. something you love to do. Um, that was in the illustration program. Yeah. Uh, Great. So, and then, you know, I started getting better and I'm like, okay. And then all my friends were applying for the BFA program in illustration, which was another intimidating thing for me. But at that point I was getting cocky again. I was like, oh, I'll get in. (laughs) So I threw in my portfolio and just kind of leaned in and threw it in there and I didn't get in. (laughs) That's an important, I I failed. That's an important thing. Don't you think? Oh yeah. Kind of get that reality check. I needed that. So, and then it made me realize like, I, again, I needed a new goal. Like, okay, I, I know I want to be in the illustration program, but now, now what do I really want to do? Like Mm -hmm. with my life, like what am I actually working towards? And so at the time I was like, you know, I had, uh, been introduced to the whole side, the animation side Mm -hmm. of the program there too, and learned about the, uh, student films that they worked on and so I was really interested in that still extremely intimidated because I didn't know anybody maybe it's friends maybe if you have friends Mm -hmm. that do it it helps you to you know you can kind of see yourself intimidated by it like oh they're doing it I could totally do that because I could do it with them yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so it's less scary yeah um but yeah so but before I had friends in the animation program it was a very intimidating place yeah and so anyway so there it was kind of leading me though to a new goal of like maybe I want to do something with and the the thing at the time was concept design which is still a thing but um not so much for me as much anymore but at the time I was like concept design yeah I could be the person that comes up with all the characters for movies and and games and you know, everything that the entire world seems to love to consume. Yeah. You know, I could be the mastermind behind that. That was yeah. like exciting for me. And so I, so when I applied a second time 
instead of just the BFA and illustration in general, I applied for the concept design track, which was mm. just brand new. Like it was the second like semester or year that it was available to apply for cool. that, that year. And so, and this time I also went to professors and was like, okay, I'm not yeah. going to just throw this at I you. Help. help me like yeah. yay or nay. On yeah. Basically. And I had a couple of teachers that went like, yay, nay, yay, nay on like yeah. different pieces. And I didn't mm. need to know why just, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that was so helpful. And I got in. Yeah. That's great. So, and then, um, and then I just did the rest of the program and everything was pretty good from that point on. Yeah. Okay. So, so sorry, is that the end of like the college chapter? Of the college chapter. Okay. Yes. So, um, so I want to know now about, um, your first paid work. Yeah. Or well, like that was the- actually in college. Okay. Great. <laughs> so we'll go back to college. Okay. okay. Great. And, uh, oh, let's see. I don't know if I actually remember the very first paid work. Cause I guess I could count that in or high school. Or maybe like the first thing like that feels first, like it's part of your f- career. Yes. Okay. Then that would be definitely for facade games. Okay. <laughs> um, great. which I still do work for today. Uh, and so they, it was just uh, Travis and Holly Hancock are their names. And cool. uh, they're just a husband and wife couple. And they were just students at the time as well. And so they had, Travis had made this game. Cool. And they were looking for an illustrator. And they went onto the BYU job board. And I responded. And I sent them um, a sketch. And they loved it. Wow. And so I worked on their first game, which was Salem 1692. Cool. And so that was 2014 and they gave me a little bit up front, which yeah. is very, you know, it was great for a student, but yeah. it was very minuscule for the amount of work yeah. um, that I did even as a student. But I just felt like yeah. it was me getting my foot in the door yeah. and they were young. They were like, it was their new thing too. And I, we didn't, I didn't think anything was going to come of it, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, this will be fun. You had a good feeling yeah, about it. Yeah, I and... just, but this, yeah. So they, once the game was done, they put it on Kickstarter, had a goal of 6,000. Cool. And they got 100,000. Oh my gosh. And I got a nice percent of that. Yeah. So I made up for my what? little chunk that I got how, up front and I was like, whoa. How did they do that? I, I mean, they don't did, even, did, I don't think were, they even know how they do it. Were you involved it. in like the, that piece or were you kind of like, like, were you involved in like the marketing no, at that point? Not okay. a little, not even a little bit. I that's, just did the artwork and passed it off to them and okay. they did the, they did everything after that. But I think with hindsight, we've learned that there was a boom in the board game industry mm-hmm. like that time. And we were right at the beginning of it. We were, they were Okay. Just, this was a board game. I should have. Sorry. I, yeah. Yeah, I should have clarified that. Okay, yes. This cool. is a board game. Um, yeah. Salem 1682. It's a card. It's like a card game. Board yeah, game. And like it's like a settlers or something. Yeah, like, yeah. like set of Com- so if you've ever played like mafia okay. or werewolf or those kinds of yeah, games, yeah, yeah. this is that kind of game, but with witches and themed. Um, yeah, and well, Salem witch trials themed. Cool. And there's the rules are a little bit different, so there's a nice little twist in it. Um, anyway, so and it cool. They had it in a book box. So it looks like a book. Sweet. In, yeah. But it's a game. Yeah. So anyway, so I think it's good just, branding. Yeah. Yeah. They were clever about it. They didn't think it was going to get yeah. as big as it did. They were thinking, oh, we'll just do this for fun. And it'll be for our family and friends. And they weren't thinking anything. Of it. And then it blew wow. up. And we're like, yeah. oh my gosh. And okay. you did like all of the artwork. Uh-huh. 
Well, that's, and then Holly yeah. did the graphic design. So, wow, that's yeah. awesome. And then, yeah, so then I was, okay. Well, so they just ran with it and they're yeah. still going. So they're, we're, they're working on game number four right now and I'm waiting for them to be ready for the artwork. But wow. we've talked awesome. a little bit. It's coming. You know, I, I maybe maybe I'm like kind of belaboring this idea, but I think, I you know, this is like now a, a, a client. Yeah. Right? Like a, like yeah. a, this is a re, uh, a repeat client. Yeah. Is that what they're called. <laughs> and it's like an, it's like a, a good client, you know, mm-hmm. like a, I don't know. I'm vocabulary is evading me today, <laughs> but, um, but you didn't know, you know, like having that kind of leap of faith and having that curiosity and, um, you know, I feel like, I feel like this is this kind of thing where people are like, well, how did you do it? And you're like, listen, you can't repeat what I did. Yeah. It's this totally weird thing. Mine's my own story. It's not. Yeah. And it's so You'll have bizarrely unique, but that, you know, but I think again, that's part of it. You just like, you, you have like these kind of feelers out and you're curious and you're like, you know, I don't know. It's, and it's not to say that you should say yes to everything. Cause certainly there are things that waste your time in a way mm-hmm. that's not, but you know, if, even if they hadn't like made a lot of money or something, that was a good use of your time because it was kind of a new skill. It was like a new thing that you, you needed. Um, yeah. And then, you know, did excellent work and Mm -hmm. now it's, and now it's a part of your career. That's yeah, probably. Well, and like I said, I was going into concept design at the time. Right. And now, Mm. now I'm doing board games. Cool. That's where I've ended up. Yeah. So that's the end of the story. That's the thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, there's no way I, I think that you would have started out being like board I'm, games. I'm going to be a board game designer yeah. when I grow up. No, I never thought that. Right. I was just thinking I was going to draw on paint. And so along those lines, when you're talking about having a goal, um, what do you think? Like, how would you advise like younger people? You need a goal that's you need a goal. But if it's too specific, then you might be like, oh, I don't do board games. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? You don't you don't ever say I'm never going to do this because yeah. you might very well be doing the other exact thing. Right. So um, what what kinds of goals do you think are like the the right kinds of goals that leave enough mm-hmm. room but that are specific enough that you're I mean is that yeah, do you have no, thoughts about that? I I think I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, go for it. I think that I just I mean you do have the big goal careers. I think so maybe for example right now one day, um, like one, okay. So I have a random goal of just maybe one day I'll do a coin design for the mint. Um, (laughs) that would be cool. So I don't feel like I'm ready for that. I mean, I could try and send in my portfolio and see what happens, but I'm just busy right now. So I just, I don't want to jump into that just yet. I had a goal of doing the mag or friend magazine okay art yeah. someday and that finally came to it's fruition happening. and yeah. I'm like oh my gosh this is amazing yeah. <laughs> and then I have and then I have a goal of doing another you know just trying to get more involved in the board yeah. game community too and a little bit here and a little bit there it's happening yeah um but I don't think I could have done that without facade games. Yeah. And I wouldn't have had that goal in the first yeah. place without facade games. Right. Now, before I even get to those kinds of goals, um, you know, in the meantime, in, high, in college, like as a student, like I had a lot of goals of just 
you know, I'd see somebody else classmate of mine doing something with their work that inspired Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And I would just take a little step and that would be a little step. And so I say, I want to be able to evoke that feeling that they're Mm. evoking in their work. And so I would work on mine until I could achieve that too. Um, and then same with like when I met my husband and his family and I saw the types of work yeah. that they were doing and it was, it, I mean, it was cartoon, but it was yeah. sophisticated. Yeah. It wasn't like, I mean, I, sh- I guess I sh- that's weird to say it that way. Like no, other cartoons like, aren't You just feel like but, it had like a lifelike depth or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I wanted to achieve that. So yeah. I just drew in my sketchbooks until I got, felt like I could do better at that. I'm still having yeah. little mini goals like that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I still see other people's work and I still say, wow, I want to get that feeling. Yeah. I want to achieve this look. Um, and they're internal. Like I don't necessarily yeah. write these things down, but they're in my head. They're, they're in my heart about. always. Like, yeah. Yeah. So just a little bit at a time. Yeah. So your goals are kind of about like improving your skill set broadening Mm -hmm. your skill set um do you do you have goals that are like dollar amounts or like (laughs) I do I do have some (laughs) yeah yeah um you don't have to like obviously say but I sometimes I think like you know I I see the same thing with young musicians sometimes where like they think they're being goal-driven in like a really productive way and I think like it's too narrow like you need goals but you you need to stay open. Yeah. Um, especially when our industries change so rapidly, having your mind like stuck on one mm-hmm. thing can be devastating to your career. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another problem I, I see people having too is sometimes they have s- such an ambitious goal. Like mm. I, that they don't know how to, connect that they don't it. know how to get yeah. from point A to point B. There's no, yeah. there's no, there's no connection. Yeah. Between yeah. the two. Um, or people are expecting some kind of a linear connection and it's totally not. It's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta go a lot more zigzaggedy mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. you get to anywhere. And for me, like I didn't even, I didn't know. And you have to, you know, when an opportunity comes like my yeah. board game opportunity, like I didn't have to keep going with them, but I just felt good about it. And yeah. I just made it a goal. Like yeah. once I saw that Salem did really well and, well, let's try a second one and let's see what happens yeah. with that. Is this a real thing? Is this actually going to go somewhere? Or yeah. was that a fluke? Like, we yeah. don't know. And because still at that time, we weren't, we didn't know what happened. Yeah. And so, um, so Tortuga came out and it also went really well. And wow. so they had a goal of 25,000 that time and it got 400,000. And then um, wow. Deadwood the latest one got 600,000. Wow. So they're just getting yeah. better and better. So I'm it's like, a good okay, trend. Yeah. <laughs> how, but how much further is this going to yeah. go? I don't know. I'll just stick with it until yeah. it stops working. And in the working. meantime, be and curious ex- about what else is. Exactly. So kind of I'll see what, you know, if other people have games that they want me to do like this year, or I guess the end of middle of last year seemed like uh job inquiries just yeah exploded wow. out of nowhere I'm like oh my gosh like yeah <laughs> and I didn't it like, I went through a, I didn't realize how much of a drought I was in before but yeah. all of a sudden I'm getting like all something every month and I'm like oh okay yeah <laughs> hopefully I can keep up with this I would love like a list of like all of the types of things you get paid for or have gotten paid yeah. for or like could yeah you know, or like, could yeah there's yeah. a big list so you could get uh, for me I feel like I could get paid well you know game art for board games and yeah. stuff, um, book covers, 
children's books, like the full inside um, magazine covers, magazine illustrations inside, Mm -hmm. um, spot illustrations. Uh, Okay, brain. (laughs) There's more stuff, but like... Well, you said you do custom portraits, Oh, yeah, custom portraits. Yes, yes, yes. So, and that actually came because of facade games too. So People are like, I love this. I actually take... um, I've actually partnered, well, yeah. So with facade games, I will take people's pictures that they send me and then draw them in the theme draw them of, as, as, a as a character, character. in the game. Cool. And then we'll print it on a card and send that to them and they can play themselves in the game. Oh my gosh. So that's what I yeah, do on like, my Etsy shop. Cool. And, and then I just market it when they're having a Kickstarter and I get sales cool every time. Well, so far that I've been doing it, which has been twice. So, (laughs) and so most of those jobs are like, so a lot of those things you said are kind of like one-time things like this magazine cover where it's like a unique piece of art. That's Mm -hmm. not like related in a bigger picture way. And then there's stuff like, like your Etsy shop. That's kind of like, maybe it's all freelance, but it's freelance in like one brand or something or like one kind of, and it's growing, Universe. I feel like. So cool. I just have to keep it growing. Yeah. And then with facade, are you like, is that freelance too? Or is that like per project? It's like a salary kind of, or like. It's freelance. It's it's a, it's yep. kind of like each thing. Cool. Yep. They're their own boss and I'm my own boss okay. still. So. Cool. And so we do have to go through a negotiation period before okay. each game. Um, Tortuga was the longest one. Or no, no, no. Deadwood was the longest one because after Tortuga because Tortuga. Yeah. So because anyway. it's, it's growing and yeah. then you're like having to think it's like, growing like, wait a second. Now let's like really think about what would be best for both of us. Like yeah. if I want to keep working for you or you want to ha- keep having me as your artist, we need to like really figure out yeah. like so we don't Something rip each other off. Like totally, you know, without meaning to. Yeah, um, you don't want anyone resentful. We don't, That's exactly. Not, yeah. So we want both parties to be really happy here. Like how yeah. can we do that? So I think we at least for me, I feel like I've done. I, I feel happy. Yeah. <laughs> so great. I'll keep working with them. They've been so good to work with. So yeah. Yeah. Is there anything that we didn't already list that you kind of see in the future as like, I'd like to try this kind of work or, um, well, uh, or do you just want to like go deeper in like the stuff that you're doing already? I think going deeper is good. I, like I said, the mint would be fun oh, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't even, I d- that's, I didn't know that's a thing. I know, right? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I had a teacher that has done it and his uh, coin, he did a coin design for the 225th anniversary wow. gold coin and it just won some prestigious award. Do they do like new coins every year or something? Or Yeah, they do. They do I new uh, coins. They do commemorative I coins. Know I know. I've That's been my other like my side hobby that has just started up this yeah. last year has been coin collecting. So I'm like, oh, awesome. I kind of like coins and like, I love looking at the old designs that yeah. they have on them. And I think just, I, I don't know. I've just kind of noticed that they're kind of beautiful sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of want to do one now. Yeah. <laughs> like that's awesome. And it kind of, and a cool goal. Uh, yeah. So and weird. Uh, I know. Right. It's yeah. really <laughs> not something I would have thought that that would be something I'd even be interested yeah. in at some point, but I think it, my dad was a coin collector, so mm. I, I think it just kind of brings it together since my parents weren't artists. Like, I have something else yeah. to relate to it's them. It's kind of with a connection too, there. So, That's awesome. Yeah. So it kind of ties the two worlds together. Yeah. Um, anyway, so 
that maybe one day I could also actually work on a game, like yeah. a video game or a movie would be okay. really cool. Yeah. It's hard to do any type of studio work though, as a, as a mother, Yeah. <laughs> um, which was another thing I kind of internal battle with myself. Let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so motherhood and being an artist, you ha- like, it depends on what kind of you know, mother you want to yeah. be and what kind of artist, artist yeah. you want to be, you know, and which type you want to be more. Yeah. So if you want to be the stay at home mother, like I do, yeah. um, then you have to just, you have to just be okay with, you know, well, the studio job's not going to work because I can't be home with my kids if I have yeah. to take a studio job. Mm. And then, I mean, even if you wanted that more, you'd have to make sure you'd be able to get a job that could pay for the childcare and it has yeah. to make, it has to work out financially yeah. as well. Anyway, so, and I had some opportunities I had to turn down because yeah. of that and I have to be okay with it. So, yeah. okay, I'm choosing my children. Yeah. Um, or like, you know, I imagine, I imagine that's the kind of thing, like, I don't have kids. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I think I'm making the same, I mean, I'm having the same type of discussion with myself. I'm just yeah. I'm kind of having <laughs> different thoughts about it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I imagine that it's the kind of thing that, it can continue to evolve, you know, like totally. And it probably depends a lot on who your kids are yeah. and you know, what kind of needs they have. And, um, I wanted to ask you about like how, how you, like, what are your thoughts as a parent, um, about like art as it pertains to like teaching your kids Mm -hmm. or do you have thoughts about that? Um, or like, maybe I kind of just want to know, like, you know, uh, with like, what do you think about like the origins of creativity or like the importance yeah. of it? Or like, you know, does having, does having two little girls like make you think differently about that stuff? Or I think, I think that, um, at least for me as a child, drawing was an outlet and, I hope that for my kids, it can be an outlet for them, whether they choose yeah. that as a career for themselves or not. Um, at least they can find joy in it and at this time. And, you know, for me, drawing dolphins, making it made it feel like I was closer to my goal of being a dolphin yeah. trainer one day, they'll do their drawings and hopefully, you know, come up with their goals in yeah, their, like use creativity. Yeah, as using like a, creativity to kind of... It can of, be an end, but it also it is can also always catapult, a means. It can also be a catapult into whatever they end up right. being, you yeah. know, because I very well could have just kept going with the dolphin stuff too yeah. and just kept or going. Or anything, you know. Or anything, like, exactly. Yeah. I feel strongly about that too. I think, I think like staying creative, you know, most people are not going to have careers in the arts. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the same way that most people aren't going to have careers in anything, you know, yeah. like no one career is like more predictable than another. I, I yeah. think. Um, but every career needs creativity. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's really like just in, in, in a practical sense, like not in like a, like a woo woo kind of a sense, but in like a really practical sense, like you are always going to be like more marketable. Yeah. If you are, are you, if you are like in touch with your creative mind? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It helps you to think outside of the box sometimes. Um, 
you know, even, even now, like I'm trying to, as I draw things and I realize I'm drawing the same things over and over and over again, what can I do differently this time? Yeah. You know, like what can right. I, what can I do? Can I draw something that will say something about mm. the world? Can I yeah. make a statement with this yeah. or can I, yeah, just how can I mix things up? And it forces you to think that yeah. way as a creative person. Yeah. And then if you're able to apply that in other areas, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's a vital life skill. I, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, do you, so is there any, is there any more you want to tell about kind of like that, like wrestle between like motherhood and, and your career? Yeah. Um, I, well, I think for me, I, tr- I keep telling myself I'm not a feminist. <laughs> you probably might be. I might be a little bit, but, um, <laughs> It's more just in the, you know, just because, because I think I've had some comments made to me in the past, Mm. like, oh, mothers won't have success in the illustration world as much because they have Mm. to take care of their kids. And I wanted to rebel against that. Like, no, I can, I can do this. Like, don't you tell me I can't do this just because I have to be a mother. Like, do. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So, um, I mean, people definitely can. There's so many ways to do it. Sorry, exactly. go ahead. No, you, I mean, if you've got thoughts too, like... <laughs> well, I mean, I, I wrestle with this also, but but one thing that I think is that I maybe have a slightly different experience is I didn't go to school in a place where like the default is that you're not gonna like make your career mo- most important. Mm-hmm. And so I've watched a lot of the women that I went to college with, you know, it's, it's the opposite. It's like they're, they're, they're making room, you know, they're kind of deciding like, do I want to be a mom? What does that mean? They're like, make, they're making room for that. And I Mm -hmm. have watched that be really creative. And I feel like a lot of the women that I know that are professional musicians that have kids are like, great moms. Um, and you know, for me, like a lot of the reason why, like I don't have kids is my, my mom was really abusive. And so I have like, I have baggage about it. So it's, I don't know that it's necessarily related to my job, Mm -hmm. but I do think though, this is just very personal, but you know, like art is personal. Um, Being a mom is personal. Totally. Totally. (laughs) Totally. Um, but I, I do think, you know, my mom was a stay at home mom Mm -hmm. and I really wish that she would have had a job. Mm -hmm. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I think she would have been a better mom. I, you know, this is just, this is my own experience and it's so particular. Um, but I, I would have loved to have seen my mom have something that was hers. I would have loved to have seen her like be creative Mm -hmm. and have like a vibrant, like personal life. I think it would have let her have more to, to give us. But I think so much of that is like, who are you as a person? Like, I mean, there's like, who are you as a mother? But I think like Mm -hmm. who you are as a mother is, is more just who you are as a person. Yeah. (laughs) And I think some people like, you know, not having a career is like, like they have so much like just, um, they have so much like vibrancy or whatever, like just without it that it's like, no, I don't need that. But I think some of us do, Mm -hmm. um, in, so I don't know. I guess my thought is just that there are so many, it is not at all a binary. 
No. It, it is not <laughs> at all like you choose your career or you choose your kids. No. Uh, I, I, you can I do know both. that's not true. Now, yeah. it is very hard at times. I will give it that. There are there's a thing called mom guilt yeah, <laughs> and it is very prevalent yeah. when you have it, when you're working because yeah. are you spending enough time with your kids? Are you there for them as much as you should be? Mm-hmm. Or are you spending more time on your work, even working from home? Yeah. Am I spending, am I not giving my children enough attention that they need? Or do they feel like they're loved? Like you have all yeah. these worries. Um, so you just, that's, that's almost a constant battle. But for me, like I, and you know, why don't I just put my kids in daycare and just Mm -hmm. go get a, you know, traditional studio job, you know, which was my dream at one point. Um, well, uh, my personal story for me is that my dad was divorced when I was two. Mm -hmm. And so my mother was not in a fit, in a fit state to raise me. Mm. So I was raised with, with my father and he had to put me in daycare mm. so that he, cause he had to work. Yeah. And, and I feel like he went through, he had to sacrifice yeah. his careers and his goals mm. for me. And so that I could have all that I have. And since I have my husband and we yeah. are a team, right. You know, and I can't just, and I, you know, I have the opportunity to be home with my kids yeah. Yeah. and I'm going to take that opportunity yeah. because my dad made right. those sacrifices so that I could oh do my that. Gosh, it's so personal. <laughs> it's so like woven in your history. <laughs> well, I wonder, like, I, I mean, I just, I imagine sometimes like what it would be like to have kids and, and I, I, <laughs> I, I, am, I imagine like, like I, I'm imagining a scenario right now where like your daughters are like a little bit older and they're like, mom, we want to see you like killing it yeah in your job <laughs> but like you know you don't know if that will happen like it depends on who you are it depends on what your context is it depends on their yeah, history or on- like you know how cool is it that like your husband's also an artist mm-hmm. like neither of your careers are like this like typical thing that's like nope. in a weird little <laughs> you know that's in like a narrow box mm-hmm. so I mean gosh like any man any number of things could could happen. Yeah. Or- and I hope that, you know, I hope that my kids do feel like they're loved and are inspired. Yeah. You know, versus feeling like mom, mom loved art more than me. That's my yeah. fear of yeah. them feeling like, um, I hope they never feel that way. Yeah. Well, I think so. I think, I think if you're thinking that, that means they're not that's not a problem you know yeah, what I mean so the fact that, that you're sense. thinking about it and like you know I think that's that's the thing that's important mm-hmm. and thinking about like you know you can't you can't pour from an empty an empty pitcher yeah and making sure that you've got but so right now you're doing you're 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 involved mm-hmm. um but you're maybe like at this time not maybe going like as far as you would if you didn't have kids. Yeah. Which I, is just which is just how it has to be. And I don't think that doesn't mean that I can go far I can't go far later. Right. So I yeah. think right now and it could when be you like have sooner in the later. It, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So like as soon as my kids are in school, yeah, full time, I will have that time during the day. Yeah. And without any interruptions. That's the hardest thing that has yeah that has been, you know, as a mother, like working from home. 
you get interrupted like every five seconds. Yeah. And it drives you crazy. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're used to, at least for me, I'm used to like working for hours and yeah, hours yeah, and yeah. hours on end without like needing to get up to eat food or no, go to the I'm bathroom. I'm the same way. If, like I'm like, if I'm doing something that's like really creative, it almost takes me like two hours of total uninterruption to even like yeah. get to the place that I am going to actually. Yeah. Do you ever like, you know, as a jazz singer, do you ever write music or anything yeah. like that? So yeah. it would be like yeah. writing a song or writing some music and then mom, 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 yeah. I'm hungry. Mom, I got to go potty. And then by the mom, time you get back this. to it, you're like, what was I doing? What was, exactly. Yeah. And I read somewhere it takes like 20 minutes to get in the zone. Yeah. <laughs> so anytime mm-hmm. you get interrupted, it's another 20 minutes before you're back where you were. And yeah. then that's long enough for your kid to come back and yeah, mom, they, mom, mom. They have mom. a new need. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay. <laughs> so you really, I just, I just have to plan my day around my kids. So mm-hmm. it's just when I think when I know that I'm going to, you know, this is the interruption period typically. I mean, you also have to be careful if you plan it too rigidly. Yeah. It's, you could easily get frustrated. Yeah. And so you don't want to plan it so much so that when it doesn't go according to plan, yeah. you blow up at your, you know, at your kids because yeah. it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. So you just have to, okay, just one day at a time <laughs> and yeah. I will have, you know, you just work whenever you get a chance and you yeah. just... It's an adjustment, but it's you, scrappy too, though. Yeah, you it's get that used same old to, scrappy. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's great. Um, sorry, did I interrupt you? Nope. You're I, I maybe, but I don't remember. So, <laughs> okay. So, um, let's let's maybe just I want to ask you if you don't have big thoughts about this, that's fine. I'm not sure exactly what to ask because it's maybe like medium specific, but um, I'd love to hear you just talk about like your, um, your aesthetic or like what inspires you. And I don't, and I I think I mean like specifically in the art. Yeah. So style. Yeah. And maybe just, yeah. Where, what is that story for you? Yeah. So in fact, I've had conversations about this. I'm just going to talk about style and developing your aesthetics and maybe branding a little bit too. Um, I think because a lot of people who are starting out are thinking, you know, in order to be successful, you as an illustrator or, you know, this type of work, you have to have a certain aesthetic, something where, you know, no matter where it ends up, people know your work. Yeah. And I do have that goal. I think I'm still working towards that, but I'm not, you don't want to focus solely on that Mm -hmm. where you lose your soul in that because it, it's, it's almost ironic. Like the more you work towards it, the further away you get from mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, so totally. you need to just relax and let it flow. Like let the, yeah, let the, uh, whatever flow yeah. through you, get your inspiration. Yeah. Or, yeah inspiration something. or, you know, whatever comes naturally for you, just do that. Yeah. Because your style is something that is organic and evolves on its own. Mm-hmm. Like you can't force that. I That's totally like, agree with you. You know, you're tr- you can't just force yourself to be something you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a goal to be like this person over here, then you don't have a goal to be yourself. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that that's the style there. Um, and then another thing too, like when you're trying to market yourself or brand yourself, that. I still struggle with that too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think maybe you always do. 
maybe yeah. some people out there, at least they, 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 maybe they didn't know what they were doing, but they hit something, they hit a nerve or something in, yeah. the, in their niche market and they're doing great in that area. And I think for me, Facade Games has been my biggest catapult. Like I'm literally just piggybacking off of yeah. their success. It feels like yeah. a lot of the time, um, with especially my custom portraits. Yeah. So, cause I made a decent amount just doing that yeah. last year. Um, they would post, Oh, don't forget to check out our artist Etsy page mm. and get a custom yeah. card awesome. in their, in our game. And, Anytime they posted, I would make a handful of sales on yeah. my shop, and I'm like, okay, this this could be something. This could be something. Yeah, and I yeah. made my shop, but the thing is, I made the shop before this happened, and so I had this weird brand that I was just experimenting, and yeah. I had like weird other things. I took a business class, yeah, and so I just experimented with it, mm-hmm. and so I like, oh, I'll sell these woodcuts and sell art prints on yeah. woodcuts instead of on paper because it's yeah. not paper, just to be different and. You know, it failed because there's no market for that. Yeah. <laughs> at least where I, at least where I was looking, um, doesn't mean there isn't. I just didn't find it. Yeah. And uh, anyway, but there's a market for having portraits yeah. in your in or your custom cards in your games. So yeah, there's that. And then just yesterday, the sale that I made was a repeat customer of the mm. portraits. But this time, instead of for a card, they just wanted their own. They just want Portrait. like a poster, yeah, like a their own thing, like wow. not for a game. Oh. So cool, yeah. So I'm like, okay, so we're gonna do that. That'll be fun. That's great. And so I hope that it'll just keep growing from there. And I just do a little bit at a time yeah. each year. And I mean, but that's something I have to choose. Like, do I want to keep doing this? Do I want to make yeah. this grow? Do I want this mm-hmm. to be my life? Yeah, like just doing custom portraits for people. Yeah, or do I want to do other things? And I think there's a I think there's money in this, mm-hmm. but I also think there's heart in the other mm. area. Like I like doing the custom portraits, but yeah, they, I feel like a slave to them when yeah. I get a lot. <laughs> I mean, I think but... that's so relatable. Like we all have something that's like that. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I feel that way about like the wedding band, um, which is like, you know, I'm just playing covers. It's very like, mm-hmm. it's not creative, um, but it's, it's good money. And it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's seasonable, seasonal, but it's fairly consistent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think for me anyway, like the way that I try to negotiate that type of a battle is just like, I feel like that, like, obviously like the money helps me to be able to like, you know, afford creative projects that require some investment, like recording an album. Mm -hmm. Um, they also help me to be able to afford like the time yeah. to spend on something else. And for me, like I'm practicing, you know, yeah. like, I, like, and I imagine that maybe feels similar. Like maybe it's not the creative per se, but you can kind of practice. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. um, but I think finding a balance is mm-hmm. so for me anyway, I, I'm, I'm not at a, maybe it's just my personality, but I, I don't know that I could ever like cut a whole thing off like a whole stream of income. Yeah. But for me, it's more like, how do I adjust this balance to, so that it keeps feeling good? Totally. And I think for me, my balance is I just make these available for the month of the Kickstarter. Mm. And then after that, I work on other things and that way I can kind of still keep things rounded in my life. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I learned after last year too, 
this year, I don't think I'm going to take any work during Christmas break because mm-hmm. I had it. You need that time. I, I needed that yeah. time this year. And I didn't get it this past year. I mean, I'm grateful for the jobs that I had, Yeah. but I would really like to not have work during the month of December, yeah. like the whole month. Just don't, yeah. I'm just going to say no, anything that I have to do next year. I'm going to try to, because yeah. sometimes things come, opportunities like, come up and I can't, I can't say no say to that. that. <laughs> and I'm like, dang it. I have yeah. to do that. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, balance. Yeah. What does it mean? How does one get it? <laughs> um, do you have thoughts about like marketing? Like mm-hmm. how does that feel to you? How do you deal with it? Yeah. I'm still learning about that in the meantime. Um, but I'm also, but one of the things I have been learning about it is that, you know, as long as you like if I were in a drive spell, I would need to be working on that. Like mm-hmm. I would need to be working on my websites, mm-hmm. updating my Instagram, um, posting, drawing it every single day to like put, yeah, have something yeah, to yeah. post. Right. Um, but when I'm getting work, a lot of that just it's slows kind of, down. Sure. Because I don't need to. That makes total <laughs> sense. So, yeah. which right now I feel like I haven't really been needing to yeah. market so much. You've so I've just been, yeah. I have maybe a thought or a question back to what we were talking about before when you were talking about developing your style. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think I tend to feel the same way as you. Like now my fingernails stuck in this. Oh. It's like stuck in there. Um, that was uncomfortable. Oh, no. uh, so it's all good. Um, what was I saying? Oh, um, I think I tend to feel the same as you. Like, you know, just like, don't try to force it. Like you are who you are and like trying to be like a, like trying too hard to be like someone else is you're, you're just, you're not going to succeed yeah, either, and, because you're not that. And people can tell like, right. Um, it's going to look awkward. It's going to be phony. Yeah. If you are, especially if you're trying to emulate someone who is crazy, uh, successful yeah. and you know, people will recognize it. Oh, that looks like so-and-so's work mm. rather than, Oh, that looks yeah. like your work. So I feel that way. And I, I like, that's definitely kind of my default feeling, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'm, I, I get a little curious about this, like, you know, again, like balancing that with like stretching yourself. Like, mm-hmm. am I, am I not this other thing because it's not me or am I not this other thing because it's just out of my comfort zone Yeah. or am I not this other thing because I just haven't tried it. I, I think that's why I was wondering before, like when you said the people in the other department were rock stars, like <laughs> what does that feel like just being like, Ooh, but I think one way you can get around that is in your practice. Mm. <laughs> um, you can emulate them, you know, totally. Yeah. You know, if there's, if there's something in their work that's, mm. you know, sits well with you and you want to try to emulate that and capture that in yeah. your own work, go ahead. Capture the technique that. and then that, incorporate and it into then, Yeah. And then once you've got it down, then change it up. Find yeah. some way to twist it again. Mm. That's you great know. advice. Yeah. Yeah. Make it your own again. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and you don't necessarily have to show everybody that process. You yeah, can just do that for right. yourself. I mean, if you do create something and you re- and you realize that it looks like so-and-so's work, you can acknowledge that. Yeah. That's, that's this okay. Is like a, this is a tribute or this yeah, is Yeah, this is an emulation. Yeah. This is a practice. This mm. is a master study is what we sure. call it sometimes. Um, okay. I have like maybe one more like little subject I want to get into. Okay. And I, I suspect that maybe this is different for visual artists than performing artists. Um and especially I think musicians who are doing original music, mm-hmm. there's, there's definitely like, it, it becomes an, an identity thing. I think a little bit because your, your fans or whatever, your audience, they think they're seeing like you and yeah. sometimes they are, 
sometimes maybe they're not. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of, I suspect maybe at some level, all artists, which is why I'm curious about it. Yeah. But do you have like any feelings or experiences or thoughts about like, about that type of thing? That's like, who am I, Sarah? And like, who is this like business, you know, mm-hmm. the, this consumable artist? Yeah. Um, and, and how do you deal with kind of, how do you deal with that? Yeah. Let's see. Let's gather thoughts. <laughs> um, I, I think I see it more in other people than I do in myself. <laughs> um, what do you mean? Like, I just see like people who are consistent, like very consistent visually speaking mm. with their aesthetics and you don't see a whole lot of their experimentation. I wonder how much they're actually doing on the side. And mm. I wonder like how much they, you know, if how much of it is a struggle or how much yeah. is coming natural for them. Yeah. I think for me, I'm like I said, I'm still figuring things out. I'm still, I f- and maybe they are, maybe they're, everyone is still always just organically, you know, slowly figuring things out. And maybe we are all still changing over time. We just don't see it in, in a single moment. Um, and you don't realize it until 10 years later, you look at all of the work Mm -hmm. over the course of Mm -hmm. a decade and you realize how much it's changed. Um, you know, just like watching a person grow before your eyes, you don't yeah. see it in the moment, but you see it, you know, totally. 10 years down the road. Yeah, like, you, oh, don't, wow. you don't see the puppy becoming a dog. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I totally interrupted you, but it's because I have a question. Okay. <laughs> um, when, and maybe this is, I don't know, it's a weird question or if you'll be like, oh my gosh, yes. Um, but when you're looking at someone and you're kind of having that wonder when you're kind of wondering like, what, what is your deal? Yeah. Like how does, are does the, do you feel like jealous of it? Like, or maybe that's a, maybe that's too weighted of a word yeah, or do you feel like, <laughs> I mean, that's not really what yeah. I, I mean. I mean, do you kind of feel like, why don't I feel like that? Or do you feel like, why do you feel like that? Or yeah. Like, I, what is, what is it? I feel like it hasn't really bothered me as much lately. And I think it's because of the conversations I've had, um, where mm. I've seen it bother the other people and they're really struggling with it. They're, they're really thinking, Oh, I need to do this a certain way. And yeah. I'm like, maybe not, like, yeah. maybe it's okay. Like maybe that's just what comes naturally to them. And yeah, you just, that's just how it is for yeah, them. It's and not like an, it's not like a value either way. Yeah. Just, so for me, it's just kind of just taking note. And I, I don't know if, I think I'm starting to see an aesthetic appearing mm. in my own work. And so, uh, but I'm not running with it just yet. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I'm. Uh, yeah, I doing think I just well. want to know like, is there <laughs> stuff that, this, like, but... what's the stuff that you're like wrestling with, or are you, or are you very like, you know, is, is it just like this kind of thing that it just rolls off or like, I kind of just want to know, like, what are your, what are the things yeah. about it that feel kind of like vulnerable? Like what, what are the things that feel like, oh my gosh, this is, cause I, I believe that like the kind of creativity that moves us is always vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I know that's not true because there's plenty of people who I think are, yeah are fine consuming stuff that I don't feel like I want to consume. Mm-hmm. I think I'm probably some kind of a purist 
somewhere. <laughs> um, but I think I want to consume yeah. stuff that I feel is vulnerable where I feel like I'm getting like a piece of the artist. Um, and I, I don't know. I think I just, I'm curious about like, what are those battles that we're having kind of internally as they pertain to like our creative output mm-hmm. and just, you know, I just want to kind of like yeah. put that out as an open, as like an open. what's your deal? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think a lot of it ties back to, you know, personal beliefs, um, being a mother again. I feel like that's a huge part of why I do anything. Um, like religious beliefs too. Uh, like I maybe want to do more religious artwork. Um, how am I going to brand that when that gets there? You want that time. Is that just, you want your art to like mean something you want it to like inspire people or. Yeah. I'm also thinking like, uh, well, yeah, like inspiring people. How do I do that? Um, there's a couple different directions I could go with this answer. Say whatever you, (laughs) whatever you feel. Um, So, oh gosh. I mean, I feel like people always just, they see the decision that you've made and we don't often, I think, ask for or give up these stories of like what was happening, mm-hmm. like what's happening around that decision. Yeah. But I think it's important. Um, yeah. I feel like, I think maybe it's because I'll just do the mother uh, thing again, just because I get interrupted a lot. And there there's a certain method that I... When I'm sketching, I like to do, um, at least I started to like to do right before I had my first daughter and it was starting to grow and I really like that method, mm-hmm. but it takes too long mm. and I have to, and it's a very slow process of like when I'm sketching, um, I really like the result of it, but I feel like I can't, I don't have the patience for it right now mm. because I get interrupted every two seconds. Yeah. So it's like, I can't get into that zone as easily and as often as and as frequently as I would like yeah. or used to get. So I have had, I've been forced a little bit to change my approach. Mm. And, and so now I'm really trying to, uh, and this is where it gets into like the artistic, like trying to describe how I draw kind of yeah. thing. Um, but like I try to really make every stroke, stroke. that I make yeah. count. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, and I literally have like some days I, I can only work like for, you know, maybe 30 minute stretches. And so I have to really like, instead of getting, letting myself get lost in the mm. details mm-hmm. of the work, really always be stepping back. Okay. What is, what does yeah. this need to be right here? And really think about it before I start making my marks, which, you know, before I used to just, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just going to like, just go and however long it takes that's just how long it takes but I can't do that and it's Mm. like forcing me to change a little bit um and it's forcing me to think instead of just going into my Mm. brain numbing yeah (laughs) um which I love going into that that zone heart driven thing yeah so I love going into that but I really have to like be careful about with my time because I've discovered that time is really precious like when you have children like time goes by way too fast and yeah. So, and then it, that has kind of, uh, that, uh, feeling of time not having enough is like seeping into my work. So I'm feeling mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I really need to like 
use any second I can make it count um, as I'm creating things. So when I'm like struggling or having a art block or something, it gets frustrating and annoying because I'm like, oh, come on, I need to do yeah, this. I need to be productive. I need to be productive. Yeah. I have a deadline or yeah, or I've got to make sure I have time later tonight for a family or something like that. Um, but yeah, so just being a little bit more purposeful um, while creating. Um, and then go ahead and like reiterate your question again. Oh, too, I think just I'm just, be, yeah, I'm just kind of wondering like, what's the stuff that feels make like sure I'm oh, staying on track. <laughs> am I like, or what's happening between like the finished product art and like who you are? Yeah. Okay. Um, or is there anything that like just feels like really vulnerable or that you're, that feels that you're scared of or like just what's, if there's like any sort of like a, a wrestle or like a, you know, I guess the opposite of a wrestle is like some people I think are so like holistic. They're just like, yeah. I just go right onto the page. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know like, what is it for you or is it somewhere in the middle? I think, I think maybe for me, it's just like, it's literally just the method. Um, yeah. like how am I going to get my idea across as quickly as possible? Yeah. Um, and like without, I don't know, losing the love. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh, totally. I mean, I think that's something that's a very like unglamorous truth of mm -hmm. like what our businesses are. Yeah. And when pe we were talking about this upstairs and I guess we should, we should definitely say it when people say things to you, like you're so lucky, yeah. you're so lucky that <laughs> you get right. to do this for a job. And well, I wish I, I would have, um, and you're like, no, I'm not lucky. I mean, if, if you're I had lucky, to work for it's this. not for yeah. that. Like I that's mean, I, not, there's lucky moments, I guess, I but mean, yeah, you're lucky. You're lucky that like you, you know, there are things that are lucky, but like that isn't luck. Yeah. That's, you work really hard yeah. for that. You went to school, you studied really hard. And even if you didn't like go to college or something, you just, you worked towards and, this regardless. And even after you've done all of that, the process still isn't like a hobby. It's still not like just this fun, like, you know, you're having, you're thinking like in this really practical way, like how do I keep, how do I be productive and maintain yeah a creative integrity, exactly. which I think we all, like, I, I think there maybe are very, very few professional creatives who don't have to have that conversation. Yeah. Very, very few. Like there's these unicorn people who like <laughs> are prodigies in this weird way where like mm -hmm. they're, they're like all art all the time and nothing else. Yeah. They don't have anything else going on. Like they're probably not parents or you know or <laughs> just, just having to negotiate like the marketing the billing mm -hmm. what do you charge how do you you know like all of that stuff that like is maybe a little soul-sucking for some time you know or which is funny it might be soul-sucking for some people I actually love that kind of stuff for well, me I was gonna say yeah. like it's either soul-sucking or you make it creative or you, make you it like creative, incorporate yeah. it into mm -hmm. like this stuff that already feels creative to yeah. you regardless though it's not this like pure like you're not like drifting around on a cloud, like doodling yeah. or like, Wait, you know, you know, it's funny. And, you know, going back to what my high school teacher said, like, you know, don't sell your soul to your, you know, to the public and commercial art and yeah. stuff like that. But that's what I'm doing now. And I love and it. It feels great. So and it feels yeah. great. Like, yeah, I still like, maybe I'm not creating works of art that are going to be historical or world changing, like, 
like Banksy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know who that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. But, um, you know, I'm still doing something for me. I'm yeah. still, it's still monumental for my family. Yeah. And, you know, we're able to, uh, you know, we're not starving artists. Yeah. We're making a living. Yeah. You know, I think that's great. And I, it's amazing. And <laughs> I, I and I it. like, I want that story. Like I want a bright, bright light on that story. Cause yeah. it's yes. Like it's not this, it's not what people think, but it's maybe it's better and it's, <laughs> it's creative and it's like one day at a time and you're a real person. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. Yeah. Okay. I have just like a, like a silly question last, Okay. which is, okay. You already told us about the coin. So, <laughs> so not that, but like something other than that, uh, what's your dream, like collaboration or like your dream project? Ah, yep. There we go. I was going to good thing you asked this because I was just thinking about it. I was like, oh, I didn't even mention this part yet. Okay, tell me. <laughs> uh, I have a comic that Great. I'm working on. Um, Sweet. It's very slow going because it's very much the last priority right yeah. now. Um, but it's your secret love. Yeah, it's my, yeah. <laughs> it's your passion project. Yes, it yeah. is. It's called Green Thumb. And I, it was for my BFA project actually at BYU. I did the, I did some concept design art for it Cool. and got a very vague story started then. And since then it's been developing a lot more. It's still in word vomit phase though. So you're, you're working <laughs> it out and that will be like, that will be digital. Yeah. Well, digital, it may be one day it'll be printed, um, okay. but it is way down the road. And as long Amazing. as I've got good things happening, like, you know, actual career career wise this is for like my drought periods like so when I don't have work that's coming in I work on this and I'm you know this is one of those things that thank you husband for having a day job so that I can work on my dreams at home he actually has dreams too so I try to let him work on his too when he has a when we have a second but um but yeah so that's my that's great yeah okay where can we find you what's your Etsy shop and what's your Instagram is Keel Creations. And Keel is K-E-E-L-E. Uh-huh. Keel Creations with and a regular C. Nope, with no. a K. Okay. <laughs> with a K. Keel Creations, okay. two Ks, and then an S at the end um, for the Etsy shop. And then Instagram is just Sarah Keel Art. Okay. And Sarah has an H. Sarah with an H. Yep. Okay. S-A-R-A-H. K-E-E-L-E. <laughs> an art. Great. And that's Instagram. I have a Facebook. It's also, I think it's also Sarah Kill Art. Might be, it might be different actually, but you probably, if you I'm can not find worried one from about, the other and yeah, I'm not worried about people finding me on Facebook. I don't really, Instagram's your, Instagram's where I want my followers to be right now. So cool. And Etsy would be great. I don't have a whole lot on there yet, but I've got my portraits and I've yeah. just made a new listing with the, custom themed portraits that aren't Sweet. for card games it's just a portrait printed um i may one day do so i've just mostly digital art right now i may one day make a traditional painting cool custom portrait thing available too um that's awesome yeah <laughs> thank you so much for being here yeah, it's great to talk to you me. <laughs> absolutely thanks for listening to artifice our music is by jerem hansen and artwork by savannah kiniston If you'd like to recommend a professional artist for an interview on the podcast, please send me a note through my website, emvocals.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks again. Have a great week.